Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Good to talk to you again. Last one of the week. I hope you have a great weekend coming up. Um, let's talk about the game last night quickly. Um, I guess Carolina's still alive. Is, is New Orleans still alive? I mean, both these teams I tend to think are not going to the postseason, but you can make a case how it's possible Carolina basically has to win out, and I guess the Saints kind of do too at this point. So chances are they aren't going anywhere, but they certainly can hang with anyone. They could be spoiler-type guys. Um, when I thought Cam played really well, and the Saints, the Saints had a pass rush. You know, I mean, I think their defense this year has been underrated, that it's not terrible, but their pass rush has been bad. I mean, it's really been Cameron Jordan, and that's it. And he was great, again, this in this game. You know, got a lot of pressure. He's a really good player. I focused in on him quite a bit. And I, he's he's by far their best offensive player and does get the credit he deserves. But in general, they had a pass rush. And, uh, I mean, I think part of that is the, is the, the Panthers' line. And then they lost Khalil, and we'll get to injuries in a minute. And the injuries are bad for Carolina, so that might answer my original question of do they have a shot or not um but newton handled the pressure really well you know the best example i think was the that touchdown deep in the end zone the middle of the end zone to teddy ginn you know initially we all watched it i assume you were with me and said and said but said but but should the replay and he's in it's like wow that was an unbelievable catch and the announcers and everybody's going twitter's going crazy what a catch by ginn what a catch by ginn it was a better throw. I mean, Newton has guys bearing down on him. You know, very few people in the world make that throw to the point where it's in bounds and a guy can make a play on it. That was a great, great throw. Um, they lost Benjamin early in this game. Khalil went out and it won, you know, in the second half. Jonathan Stewart, only he rushed for under two yards a carry. I mean, I know he got in the end zone, and your fantasy team's happy about that or whatever, but their running game was pretty much non-existent. Saints defense played quite well. They rushed the passer, and they shut down the run against the Panthers. I mean, that's, that's, that's all you can ask for from that group. But the Panthers defense played quite well, too. And I thought Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, mo- more so Keekley, were unbelievable you know and it's not uncommon he's the best linebacker I've maybe ever seen or since Ray Lewis um all over the field I mean just all over the field so good in coverage and of course he got injured late and you know that almost brought a tear to your eye I mean you could see how passionate he was and how concerned he is we'll see what else we learn about that uh, Mario Addison who's playing really well for them was injured in this game too I mean, if they're without Khalil and Keekley and Addison and Benjamin, I mean, forget about it. And they have a difficult enough road as it is. Um, Breeze, I thought he was very average early. They were, everything they threw was super short. They didn't take any shots, and that, that really shocked me. I don't know if they didn't think they could protect 
or, or what the deal with that was, but they didn't they didn't go long at all. It seemed like Cooks had about a million catches when I looked at the stat sheet. Or what, I mean, it wasn't as insane as I thought, but it seemed like they went to him over and over and over for you know five, six, seven yards. Um, Breeze caught fire at the end, though, and, and obviously it's a much different defense after Keekley went out. I don't think they come, you know, I don't think that touchdown happens on Keekley's watch, you know, right in the middle of the field, right over the middle, middle linebacker. But pretty much pretty entertaining the game overall. Uh, unfortunately, I think the thing to most take out of it is the the Carolina injuries, and that's a that's a heartbreaker for that. So let's pick some games. I took the Saints in that game, by the way. I think I told you that yesterday. There's a handful of really difficult games to pick again this week, which, you know, I think they're going to have a lot of fun fun action here. And the first one is the Bills at the Bengals. I can make a really good case for both teams. You know, can, can the Bills run on Cincinnati? Yeah, I bet they can. You know, I bet McCoy's reasonably healthy now. Um can they convert, you know, a couple big plays? Can Woods do some damage? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the Bengals' defense outside of Geno Atkins and to a lesser degree Dunlap is anything to write home about. I think it's very exposable. But the Bills' defense have been struggling too. And I'm taking Cincinnati because they're at home. And the biggest key to me is A.J. Green. And we really see it with this team is when he goes crazy, they win. When somebody gives him a tough time or plays him to a draw, they lose. And the Bills' corners are not what they've been cracked up to be. You know, they've let this team down a little bit this year. They're both struggling, inconsistent. I think that's a big problem. You mix in Eifert. Um, will they be able to run on Buffalo? Probably not. I mean, not consistently. Um, but I think Cincinnati has... Uh, some some matchups to their liking for sure through the air. Next game, uh, I have the Steelers over the Browns. The obvious talk around these parts is, could they possibly lose this game on the road against a bad opponent? Tomlin's record is dreadful in those scenarios. And this is the Browns Super Bowl, and Cleveland has been in a lot of games. It's something I've said consistently on the radio around here, you know, that they're, and then by the fourth quarter, they're pretty much shot. Um, I, I can't see it. I can't see the Steelers losing this one. I mean, their season's in jeopardy. Uh, if there's any kind of letdown here, I think that's when you start calling for Tomlin. You know, I mean, like, what's going on here? Um, I think they have to go in there and steamroll the Browns. Um who deals? I mean, you'll probably get Hayden on Antonio Brown. Brown's had great success against him. That Brown's defense is rough, and that's the thing. Thing is, I just don't know um, how they slow down Roethlisberger. The, the, the weather's supposed to be very, very bad. From what I understand, Kessler's going to start. I don't think he's going to throw it well in the elements. I think Ben will, but that could be an equalizer. There's no doubt. I mean, if you're the Browns, you want as dreadful a weather as you could find. So that's something to think about. But I got the Steelers. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag. But most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. 
at participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Okay, this next one is Ravens at Dallas. And I am going to take Dallas, but I think this is a bad matchup for him. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Ravens sneak out of there with a win. Harbaugh's a good coach, really good coach, underrated coach. I think their offense is getting a little bit better. I have hopes for Dixon and Perryman, and I still think Flacco's better than he's shown. Um, I don't know how healthy he's been all year. But the key here to me is the Ravens' run defense is very, very good. And we said this a couple weeks ago when Dallas went to Green Bay, you know, the best run defense in the league versus the best running game in the league. Who's going to win? And Dallas ran all over them. Maybe they'll run all over them, but I just don't see that coming from Baltimore. I think Baltimore's run defense will battle them heavy, um, do enough at the line of scrimmage against a great offensive line, and I think Dak's going to have to win this game, and that's exactly what the Cowboys don't want. Is he capable? Yes. I mean, I am taking Dallas. They're the better team. Don't be shocked if the Ravens pull one out here, 17-16, and, you know, that, that's how every Ravens game is. They're all ugly and close, and that's what this one's going to be. And if they get a bounce on special teams, they may, you know, the Cowboys might be due for a little letdown here. Not that they're not, I don't like the terms letdown and flat and all these shortcuts to analysis, but um, it wouldn't shock me if they stumble in this one. The matchup does not favor them all that well. Jags at Lions, I have to take the Lions. Their defense is getting much healthier. I think we'll see Slay on Allen Robinson. Um, it just comes down to Bortles. I mean, I, I think Stafford's going to move the ball pretty consistently. You know, that he should be able to control the flow and play their style of offense. And I just think the Jags' defense is going to be on the field a lot. And I, I don't trust Bortles. I mean, I, I think Bortles will screw this up, won't consistently manufacture offense. Um, I like the Lions at home here, and I think the big talk, I think you'll hear a bunch of articles, or you'll, you'll see a bunch of articles after this week saying, are the Lions the best, are the Lions going to go into the playoffs? And I think the answer is probably yes. I think they're the best team in that division right now, and the Packers could catch fire, and uh, I don't know that Minnesota can, their offense is too bad, but I think the Lions are the best team in the North right now, and they, I think they get another win here, probably in convincing fashion. Titans at Colts, I was shocked that Indy won that game last time they played. And I think Tennessee is going to kick themselves forward forever. And I do think Indy has some matchups in their favor in that I think their line is healthier now. Jack Muhort is back. He's a really good young guard. All their weapons are healthy. I think you can stress the Titans secondary, keep them in their sub-package defense pretty much the entire game make it a luck game, and I think he'll find matchups either Hilton, Moncrief, Dorsett to his liking. But the other side of the ball, I think Tennessee is just, I mean, I think Tennessee's the better team. I think their offense will travel. You know, I mean, you take a good offensive line, control the game on the ground, you know, they may have 36, 38 minutes of time of possession in this game. I mean, that's their style. Mariota's playing really well. Both quarterbacks are playing really, really well. And I don't think either one's a great matchup for one another. There are things to exploit on both sides of the ball. Um, but I'm taking the Titans based on their O-line and their running game. And I think they have a better chance to dictate the flow of this game. Tampa goes to KC. And I know that the Bucks just got a nice win. And Kansas City probably is ill-equipped to blow anyone out. But Winston, as much as I like him, 
will turn the ball over. Chiefs are extremely opportunistic. I bet they get two, three turnovers in this game of some sort. I don't like the Bucks' safeties. Kelsey, I think, goes bonkers. I think Ware has a big game. I really think that this is a tough, tough matchup for the Bucks, and that Kansas City gets another win, this one in more convincing fashion than some of their recent victories. But, I mean, you know, 23-10 in that neighborhood. But control the ball and control the flow pretty much from the start. Cardinals go to Vikings. This one might be a 6-6 tie again for Arizona. <laughs> I mean, these quarterbacks are not mobile. These lines are bad. These pass rush is awesome. These quarterbacks are going to get abused. I mean, it, if somebody goes limping off, I would not be shocked. I mean, I think Bradford and Palmer are in for very, very long days. Um, very few points. But I just don't know where the Vikings get points. You know, you look at Minnesota, and the guy you like on the offense is Stefan Diggs. And the Cardinals already said, you know, we're putting Patrick Peterson on Stefan Diggs all day. Okay. You know, I mean, Diggs still may catch six, seven balls. But I don't think he can be, you know, again, if that's a draw, where's Minnesota to get their offense? They're not going to run the ball. They don't run the ball on anybody. And I just think that Pat, that Peterson matchup is not something that they're going to enjoy. You know, that that's going to be a problem. And then on the other side of the ball, maybe they won't protect. But I bet David Johnson ends up with 100, you know, 100 yards from scrimmage and, uh, I just think they'll do more. But again, I mean, if the over-under in this game is 25 or so, I might even go under. You know, if it's a, I think it's going to be a very low-scoring physical game. Bears go to the Giants, and I think the Giants are highly flawed, but this is a nice matchup for them at home. You know, that Cutler's playing poorly. Alshon Jeffrey is suspended. Um, I think that Bears front seven could cause problems, but the Giants live in three receiver sets, and the Bears aren't really deep in the secondary. I don't think they have any sort of answer for Odell. I could see the edge pass rush from the Giants doing quite a bit, and I think their secondary has such advantages over the Bears receivers that they should be able to blitz plenty. Um I just don't know where it comes from with, with, with Chicago, you know, on the road in in New York. And I think the people are probably overrating the Giants right now, but I think they get another win. Napa it takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17 all right, we are going to see the Dolphins in L.A. for Jared Goff's debut. I'm excited for it. I want to see how he plays. I really do. I think that he's going to take some hits in this game, too, and I think it's going to be tough sledding to run the ball. The Dolphins' defensive line, Sue's a star. He's a straw that stirs a drink. But Wake, I think, is very, very good still. And, you know, this kid, Andre Branch, is playing well for them. And their defense is better than I thought. Let's just put it at that point. And I thought their D-line would be good, but I didn't think Wake could be as good as he is. The other side of the ball, though, how do you block Aaron Donald? 
Um, will Jay Ajayi run for, you know, who, who, who has more yards, Ajayi or Gurley? I tend to think Ajayi, and I also think that Tannehill in that, receipt, in that passing game is clearly superior to the Rams. Goff's first start, I, I expect him to struggle. I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. I feel like everyone's already, you know, brushed him off as a loser, but uh, I think he, I'm rooting for him. I'm hoping he turns into the next great quarterback. But, uh, and this isn't the hardest of matchups, but I don't think it goes real, real well for him. Ooh, speaking of not going well, the Niners host the Patriots coming off a loss. Uh, get get LeGarrette Blunt in your starting lineup. Um, I think Deion Lewis, you can ease him into things, get him some carries against a soft defense, you know, kind of like when Oklahoma plays Northeast Oklahoma State to start the season, you know, get those guys some reps. Uh, Brady, I mean, I I would imagine Gronk doesn't play. I hope he doesn't. They don't need him. Uh, Brady should move the ball at will. I would think Bennett has a giant game. I mean, maybe the, the Niners run the ball with some consistency, I mean, maybe, you know, they, they, they're not going to abandon it. They are going to run the ball a lot. Uh, they're notoriously better at home than they are on the road, but come on, man. I mean, Patriots coming to town, mad. Look out. The team that just beat the Patriots, Seattle is hosting the Eagles. Can the Eagles defense keep this a very low-scoring field goal type game? Maybe, maybe. But I think the combination of Procise, Lockett, Baldwin, Graham is more than the Eagles can consistently deal with. Um, I do like their defense a lot. There's no question. But I don't know where the the points come for Philadelphia in Seattle. You know, I mean, I get that their offensive line is 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 good. I don't like their weapons. You know, Wentz is. He's a rookie, you know. I mean, going to Seattle and dueling out with with Russell Wilson, I don't think goes well for the Eagles. I'm thinking this game's like 27, 14, 23, 13 in that neighborhood. Um, and again, not super competitive. Packers go to Washington on Sunday night. Could be a good one. Could be a good one. I mean, I think you see Norman on Nelson. Packers protect quite well, and Rodgers holds the ball a long time. But Washington's got a much... I want you to look at, you know, take a look at Washington's pass rush. It's much better than you think. You know, Preston Smith and Kerrigan and Murphy and those guys, they're, they're pretty good getting after the passer. The Packers don't really run on anyone, and that's the... the, the deficiency for Washington's defense. You know, you try to run on them, on them, but is Michael going to play a lot? You know, I don't trust her. You know, I would imagine Starks is going to play a lot. Uh, I think the T.Y. Montgomery, or Ty Montgomery situation at running back is an experiment that was just a one or two day, you know, week thing out of desperation. I think that is history. Maybe he gets a carry or two, but he can't pass protect. You can't play running back and not pass protect. Um, Meanwhile, Washington's good. They're at home Sunday night. They are the better team. I mean, I think that's undisputable that Washington's a better team than the Packers. Packers corners, I think, have a long day with all these weapons, plus, you know, Reed. Um, I don't love Washington's running game, and I don't think they get much done on the ground. And I kind of feel like it's going to be a Cousins versus Rodgers shootout, you know, a lot of throwing in this game. And you would think that favors Rodgers, and it should, but... The supporting casts and defenses favor Washington, and it's at home. I got the skins. 
Monday Nighter in Mexico City. We got the Texans going, well, not going, but meeting the Raiders. Is it time to bench Osweiler if he's terrible in this game? I mean, I have a hard time believing that Savage is any worse. I would love to see Savage. I've watched him a lot of Pitt. I'm a little biased on that one, but I think he's got a chance to be a quality player. Osweiler's dreadful. Um, you know, I, I look at this game and my problem, well, first of all, the Raiders are better and I'm going to take the Raiders. But where I look at it, if I'm the Texans coaching staff, what am I trying to exploit in this game? You know, what what's the thing that I, I really think is in my favor? You know, I mean, is it Hopkins and Fuller against their secondary? Maybe, but... I don't think protection's a, a guarantee for Houston, you know, especially as well as Khalil Mack is playing. But I would take shots. But again, it comes back to that quarterback problem. You know, is he going to complete things deep? I wouldn't bet on that. I mean, maybe control the ball on the ground against Oakland's front, but I don't think that's a clear-cut something in your favor. You know, without Watt, it's still a good defense, but. Where's their matchups that they like? I mean, I think Oakland runs the ball consistently. I mean, their line is great. I mean, I like the Texans' corners. You know, uh, Bouye's a really good player that we haven't discussed, too. I mean, and, and you know, maybe you, you can do some damage against Crabtree and Cooper, but I would just keep running it and running it if I was Oakland, and I think that that's how it's going to go down. So we got Atlanta, Denver, Jets, San Diego on a bye. That is our slate of games for week 11. I want you to have a terrific weekend. I know on sometimes on the Friday shows I get some heat that I don't spend enough time on each game. But I am a party of one, and uh, therefore we just kind of skim over them a little bit. And that's why we have the rest of the Locked On Network. If you want to hear more about Texans Raiders, go to Locked On Raiders. My man, Billy Willie, and go check out uh, Locked On Texans. Or, you know, and do that for all these games. So, and again, I would check out your opponent, too. You know, if you're a Texans fan, go check out Locked On Raiders, too. But the network's doing well. Please spread the word. You have a terrific weekend. And next week is a little bit of a strange one. We got uh, Thanksgiving week. So, I'm not sure what my plan is. I'm sure I'm not recording on Thursday. Uh, we'll be watching three games in a row. My Thanksgivings probably go a lot different than yours. Mine's a work day. Um, but I will let you know on all those good things. And we will recap games on a Monday. Adios. Napa it takes a lot to get excited about a bag. But most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17